Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Evolution Revolution with Dulcinea. It is Thursday, October 9th, 2008. Open yourself to receiving the divine love and inner peace that you are and always have been as an eternal multidimensional being of the highest light and of the purest unconditional love. Embrace the truth of who you really are. Evolution Revolution is focused on offering the listeners intuitive and balanced information that fosters transformation both personally and globally, ultimately raising the consciousness on planet Earth. I am a metaphysician, clairvoyant and clairaudient intuitive, a writer, public speaker, PR and marketer, personal advisor to visionaries, leader, and spiritual teacher. Please explore more on my website at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. Thank you for joining the show this evening, wherever you may be listening. Tonight on Evolution Revolution, I am honored to have an appearance from Dr. Susan Carroll, who has a love of nature, and through her expanded perceptions, she experiences the life in all of Earth's creatures. Susan has authored several books on multidimensional consciousness. Her book, Visions from Venus, A Multidimensional Love Story, is an opportunity to explore the depth of love from the higher realms on Earth. Dr. Carroll, for the first time in the media, will also share her latest groundbreaking work with the Arcturians that focus upon aligning with our eternal light bodies. Susan is a sought-after psychotherapist and a lifelong student of metaphysics and world religions, holds a PhD in clinical psychology and an MA in audiology, in addition to a BA in speech pathology. As a licensed marriage and family therapist and a certified hypnotherapist, she has been counseling in private practice for over 24 years. The yearning to learn more about personal and planetary transformation started when Susan was a graduate student studying for her PhD in the early 1980s. She began the documentation of this quest in 1999 on her website that offers an in-depth look at multidimensional consciousness and the journey of awakening to our multidimensional self. Through sharing her theories and experiences in cyberspace via her website and monthly newsletter, Multidimensional News, Susan has communicated with many other seekers from all over the world. Dr. Susan Carroll has written five other books, Becoming One People and Planet, Volume 1 and Volume 2, The 30 Veils of Illusion, Reconstructing Reality, Seven Steps to a Soul, Seven Steps to Soul, A Poetic Journey of Spiritual Awakening, and two illustrated short stories, A Child's Adventure in Fairy, and What Did You Learn? Susan lives in Redondo Beach, California. Welcome, Susan. We're glad to have you back on Evolution Revolution tonight. Hello, I'm so happy to be back. Wonderful. So what was your inspiration for the book, Visions from Venus, A Multidimensional Love Story? Well, actually, Visions from Venus is my past lives, uh, or actually, as I now know them to be, as uh, parallel realities, um, alternate realities in different times and space. And I've always known... Um, about different lives since I was a child, and I came to the awareness that uh, these were actual realities that I'd had. And I went through a rather a long process that began, I think, at the end of the 80s, um, of uh, recovering these past lives. And as I wrote through them, I basically healed them and ended up with an ending that was far better than because when I remembered them, I was kind of stuck in a fearful place, and that was what got my memory to that life. And as I wrote it through, then I came to a culmination and, you know, probably in reality actually changed that life and then changed this life as well. Really went into deep consciousness and healing. That's a wonderful a wonderful tool. So the book really offers uh, one person's perspective of diving into the depth of their multiple experiences and bringing forth the lessons to permit healing and a greater understanding in this life? Yes, and it's about um, our our search for our divine complement. Our divine complement is um, we are um, non-polarized being and, and our multidimensional self, but in order to enter into third dimension, we have to 
become polarized and become one gender or the other, and so we have to split off from ourselves. And so much of our search for love and our physical reality is that we are seeking to come back to that part of ourselves that we left when we came to the physical plane, but we can't quite remember who that was or how that was. Um, and so this is that multidimensional love story about connecting and interconnecting and finding and losing our divine complement through different dimensions and different lives. And in, in that complement, are you referring to the loss in of a twin flame that you refer to in the book, Visions from Venus? Right, the twin flame and divine, divine complement, I kind of use those terms interchangeably. Sure, sure. Just to clarify, because I think that so many of my clients, I'm sure your clients as well, and I think people across the globe are really longing for that connection with the twin flame. I think probably 80% of my readings, um, you know, clients appear before me and their first question is, I'd like to know about love. And the first thing I remind them is that they are love. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and and they are they're an eternal they are an eternal aspect of love on earth. And that to find that complement they just have to really radiate within that truth in a deep divine sense and there's a natural magnetic attraction. So in your reflection in Visions from Venus, how do you overcome the loss of a twin flame? Uh, by finding them again? <laughs> yes, yes. And um, I also, okay, yeah, I, I really grabbed the principle of service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From that experience. So really bringing forth that, that you were able to heal the loss and then recognize that your calling in this lifetime is to bring forth service, not necessarily to focus upon being in the physicality with another. Right. Well, I actually found that when I did reconnect with my divine complement, that my physicality and my marriage became much better. Yes, Um, it healed. I felt more completion within myself. So I had more to offer, and then guess what? Then so did he. You know, funny how that works, right? Sure. Um, yes, and and um, being a therapist and being in, in, you know, the work that I do, that was always very much a part of, you know, relationships and um, that seeking for that unconditional love. You know, so much of love in human relationships can be very conditional, whereas with the divine complement, we get that, living image and feeling of true unconditional love. And once we have that experience and we hold it inside of us, it's much, um, it's easier for us to actually share it with others. Yes, and speaking of unconditional love, this is a great time to integrate some of your new groundbreaking work that you're releasing through your September newsletters with the Arcturians is based on that exact principle of unconditional love. And it's the most important ingredient for all of life in all dimensions, but particularly the Arcturians bring the perspective from the fifth dimension down to the third dimension. And so I'd really like to touch upon how the message from the Arcturians of unconditional love really overlap with the message from Visions from Venus, a multidimensional love story of bringing forth love from a higher dimension to assist us earthly beings in the third dimension. Uh, well. In both of them, um, there is a seeking of that unconditional love from our our spirit self and our spirit guides and from the higher dimensional expressions of ourselves. And then when we have made that connection with that higher dimensional component of ourselves, then we can bring that down and ground it into our physical body and into our physical life, and then we can radiate it into our you know, daily world, which creates that we are sharing to the collective consciousness the the purity and the freedom of unconditional love. And and how do the Arcturians suggest that we align with that energy of unconditional love to bring it on Earth from a mundane aspect? Well. Um, what happens with the Arcturian corridor, and we haven't, I haven't, I've written this last part. Actually, it's kind of written me, and it hasn't, um, I haven't put it out yet, but 
uh, it will be the next newsletter, which is coming out in uh, probably next week. Um, there is an interchange for, you know, first feeling that unconditional love of ourselves and of the adventure of moving into that search to find the truth of who we truly are and to expand our awareness of what it ourself, of the concept of ourself. And as we then are able to move through the different dimensions, like in Visions from Venus and in the Arcturian Corridor, with both of those situations, we're moving into like from the third dimension to the fourth dimension, back to the third dimension and the fifth dimension, and moving through all these different dimensions so that we can expand our consciousness and then ground it in our daily life and expand our consciousness and ground it in our daily life. And so it really requires then focusing on aligning each day with the higher energies that are available to us and in a sense of meditation or just aligning with our higher self, how would you recommend someone does that um, from like an, an exercise perspective? Uh, well, I do have exercises in most of, in all the newsletters, there's at least one particular exercise that goes with that. Um, so there's quite a few different ones, but I think one, the, the main one is that we can stay in the center of ourselves and take a moment to um, center our consciousness in our heart and in our mind and ground our consciousness down into the core of Gaia and feel the spirit self coming in from all the higher dimensions and um, then finding that place right in between. And in the Arcturian Corridor, we talk a lot about um, releasing the fear and releasing all the darkness so that we can find that place in between the darkness and the light and we're not pulled from one extreme to the other, but finding that still quiet place that lies in between all the extremes because as we move into the higher dimensions, we are no longer having a polarized reality like we have in the third dimension. And so finding that place in between allows us to more easily stay on that river of unity back to the one. Beautiful. So how does the Arcturian corridor function then? Well, the Arcturians are um, very, very old. It's a very um, old civilization. They're one of the earlier planets and star systems and the star system of Butes, if I'm saying it correctly. And um, they have, they're extremely evolved. And because of that, they are, um, they stand ready to assist people and planet as they go down in vibration into the experience of the third and fourth. Third and fourth kind of being one is the fourth dimension being like the aura or the resonance off of the third dimension. So they help people through the corridors, almost like a birth canal or a black hole, so to speak, of going into the physical planes of the third and fourth dimension. And when people and planet are ready to leave back, then um, they'll also go through the Arcturian corridor. And so this newsletter series is like a, a dress rehearsal for, you know, 2012 and for all the great cosmic events that are coming up. And so all of us can um, ready our consciousness and expand our consciousness so that we can um, hold, hold that high consciousness and hold a greater... Um, resonance in our daily life. Wonderful. <clears throat> and that is exactly what you present in the book Visions from Venus, just using your past life reflection or higher, higher channeling trans awareness to process as well. So it's it's so interesting how you've been given two channels to the multi dimensions. It's definitely your path. <laughs> right. Definitely. <laughs> <clears throat> to come through visions from Venus and the Arcturian, the Arcturians, again, the same message of just channeling the unconditional love of the higher energies of your being to resonate in that unconditional love and inner peace on Earth. 
Mm-hmm. Particularly, particularly during these great times of change, and mm-hmm. that leads me to the question of how are the times in the book, Visions from Venus, comparable to the times that we're experiencing now? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I I actually wrote Visions from Venus quite a while ago, and I got re- instructions inside to you know edit again, rewrite it again, and release it again because the time is so imminent, because um, the Visions from Venus starts off at the close of the, the last time that we were in, you know, moving through the photon belt, which was around the time of the fall of Atlantis. So the beginning starts off at the fall of Atlantis, and um, about... Uh, making that transition in a conscious manner. And right now we are again coming up to the photon belt, this time in a much more powerful way because there's many cycles that are coming to fruition besides um, that uh, 15,000-year cycle. There's like the 26,000-year cycle of um, our our solar system going around the galaxy and then there's the cycle of the galaxy going all the way around the central sun, and it's the cycle of the um, Mayan calendar ending. Um, so, and there's some other major cycles, and then um, around 2012, the planets are going to be lined up pretty much in a straight line, and it'll all be in front of the galactic center where this higher frequency light will be released to... Um, transform our consciousness and our reality. Wow. (laughs) Sounds fantastic. (laughs) So what are the keys then to physical ascension to begin to accomplish that from an earthly perspective or an earthly being's perspective? Well, I think, you know, especially coming from all the alternate realities, and I talk about that in um, the Arcturian Corridor as well, that you know, a lot of us that are here now, we like stand and stood in line to be born at this time frame because this is such a you know um, a beautiful moment, um, and we have rehearsed this in many other lifetimes and gone through this in many lifetimes, and so it's really that what we need to do is wake up and remember. We don't really. It's kind of like if you have a big test. And it's the day before the test. If you try to memorize it all, you're just going to confuse yourself. What you need to do instead is be meditative and be calm and remember what you've already learned. And that's where we all are now, you know, especially everyone that is listening to the show and reading this material. Um, we have all the answers inside of us. We know exactly who and what we need to connect with and where we need to be and what we need to do and what our role is. We just have to remember it. And it's important to know that we have all the answers inside of us. And when this um, like cosmic breath, so to speak, that, that comes from the galactic center, this is uh, intelligent light. It's um, light filled with unconditional love. It's creative light. So this light will be a huge amplifier to, and as we know, our thoughts and our feelings and our intentions are, you know, are creating our reality, and so we will have an opportunity to bump that up uh, quite a bit. So uh, I think the main thing is to keep clearing our consciousness from fear, which can be a big challenge in these times. There's a lot of scary things that are going on, um, and to just uh, keep breathing out the fear and breathing in the love and holding the, the gratitude for all the wonderful things that we do have in our lives and choosing to focus on what we love and just, you know, releasing whatever it is that holds our resonance down and keeping our, our consciousness <clears throat> as high as we can. I couldn't agree with you more, and I think that in um, one of the newsletters that I received from you, you had mentioned, or the Arcturians mentioned, um, the Arcturians (laughs) recommend viewing unhappy experiences as opportunities for growth and consciousness and for expansion. And so 
that's exactly validating what you're saying is to really focus upon what we love instead of focusing on the unhappy experience. Look at the gold that those unhappy experiences that we are all experiencing, basically fear experiences, as an opportunity for growth, awareness, purification, clearing of illusions, and recognition of truth to really optimally expand one's consciousness. Yeah, and, and the ultimate, oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> good. no go ahead. Um, the ultimate truth is that we actually are our higher selves. We actually are these vast multidimensional beings. And we just sent a, like a copy and paste, like in the computer. You copy something and you paste it onto a different file. It doesn't diminish what you copied at all. But then the, the paste can be changed. And then eventually you can take that back to the initial file. So our multidimensional, great, infinite beings that we are, we copied a part of it and pasted it in to this whole incarnation as being a physical being in a land, um, in a reality based on polarities and, um, and all the illusions and sense of separation and limitations that come from those polarities. But at the same time, in a reality that you know is very beautiful and has many wonderful opportunities to learn about being the gods and goddesses that we are. Yes, we are speaking with Dr. Susan Carroll, author of Visions from Venus, a multidimensional love story, and also a deep trance channeler of the Arcturians. You can reach her on the web at www.multidimensions.com. That's www.multidimensions.com. You can also link up to Dr. Susan Carroll through the Evolution Revolution homepage at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. So I'd like to share some excerpts of a newsletter that Susan had sent out on uh, late September regarding the Arcturians. And I'm going to begin with the, the energy that you elicited the Arcturians through to give people an idea of how they can begin to align with their higher self, if they so choose. Mm-hmm. Dear Arcturians, I have been inside your corridor for several weeks now watching the extreme polarities of world events. Indeed, polarities are most evident just before a paradigm shift, which we are now experiencing. I have been striving to stay above fear and live in love and compassion. I thank you, however, for being my anchor in the sky to which I have tenaciously held. I ask you now for words of wisdom, perhaps ones that I could share with many other citizens on earth. And the Arturians replied, Dearest ones, we have felt your energy and embraced your efforts and contributions. These are difficult times for all the grounded ones. Therefore, we wish to say to everyone who is currently embodied that you have volunteered to be alive at this time, and we greatly commend you for this. You have all had notification of these times, yet knowing a challenge does not always make it easier. We, however, can assist you and are doing so to remember that none of this is real. You are now experiencing the final drama of the battle between light and dark, love and fear, so that you can forevermore choose peace and knowing. We have deep empathy for all grounded ones, and we respect your courage for volunteering to be present for this monumental moment of transformation into the truest expression of self. Detachment from third-dimensional dramas while still holding compassion and unconditional love for everyone and everything is an initiation of the highest caliber. We commend all of you who are endeavoring to accept this challenge for you are truly the scouts through the wilderness of fear and confusion. We wish to personally say to each of you, we the Arcturians are within you now and forevermore. We send you the highest frequency of love and compassion so that you may ground it in your consciousness, your body, and your daily life. We wish you to accept this gift, not because you are afraid, but because you deserve it. You deserve happiness, love, beauty, and the limitless adventure of the new earth. We hold you constantly in our consciousness and invite you to continuously hold us in yours. Focus on hope, love, and the wonder of a new life. See implanted in your third eye, like the wallpaper on your computer, the reality that you desire to create forever. This vision will set your intention to focus on that which you love and allow you to release anything less. 
The reality you choose to perceive is the reality you choose to live. You are the creators of a new world. You have incarnated on Gaia time after time to rehearse this contribution. Now is the moment for which you have been preparing. We are here now to tell you that you are ready. We are infinitely with you and wish to leave you with a unified mantra. I am the creator of compassion and unconditional love in every moment of my life. Please call upon us the Arcturians. Very profound, Susan, very profound. Yes, that's just when I hear it. I mean, that was, I mean, I really was scared when I wrote it. <laughs> and it was, it was like, help, help, you know. I mean, I had been through enough, and I know with all of us that the, we'll start off in the morning and keep the fear away, and then this person says that and that person says the other, and we see this on the news or, you know. And so as it goes through the day, it's kind of like, it's like dust on our consciousness. And this was like towards the end of the day, and I was tired. And at the end of the day when we're physically exhausted, that's the time that it's most difficult for us to keep the dusting and cleaning of our, of our aura. And that's always a good time that we can just give up a good call for assistance. And the Arcturians, they are actually the ones that had me do the website, and they nagged me for about two years before I had the courage to do it. But they just kept on, do a website, do a website. So finally I did. Um, and I think all of us have that inner, well, I know that all of us have that kind of inner guidance. And um, the only thing that stands in the way of us of that is, you know, our doubt and our fear. And so that's why releasing all of those those fears is so important so that we can really hear that still small voice of truth and love that, that resonates within us all the time. Yes, and, you know, I, I have to, you know, bring up that being a earthly being, it's it's so easy to say to just release the fears, but I'm, I'd like to reiterate the human element of as you brought forth that you were very much in fear when you wrote this letter to them. And I think that we all encounter moments of great fear. I know for myself during my own evolution, it's been very intense at times, um, fear and and panic and just really clearing what feels like something bigger than I could have incurred in just this lifetime. It's just so overwhelming. It's it's consuming. It is almost the word that I would like to use. And I have to be very clear in those moments just to repeat mantras of love, of the truth, and remember that I made this agreement to come here in the duality, in the opposite nature of who I am, to simply clear, heal, and bring forth the message in a more powerful way of unconditional love is eternal. Unconditional love is the solution. Unconditional love is who I am. And as I do that, I become more empowered and more whole, and I I can then naturally support the paradigm shift of the global consciousness on earth. But during those times of great fear, it's very important to turn to tools that you present, like the book Visions from Venus, a multidimensional love story, to really read someone else's account and relate to the experience of processing the fear or whichever tools can really help to manage someone in, in embracing their multidimensional self versus fearing that higher energy that is absolutely pure love. Right. And, you know, one of the things that really helps with releasing fear is that if you're having it to, instead of saying, I'm having fear, saying, I'm releasing fear, because, in fact, that's what's happening. And so then, instead of it being a, uh, an expression where you're holding it inside of you and it's harming you, it's an expression where you are bringing it up to the surface of your consciousness so that you can release it from you. So it's coming up and being released and coming up and being released. And then, of course, you send out lots of unconditional love on top of that, and that heals the um, the, the consciousness, you know, because we're always, all of us are always contributing to the group consciousness. And one of, as they talk about in the Mayan, uh, there's different stages of consciousness that we go through. And we first we had, like, you know, individual, like tribal consciousness, and then, We had individual consciousness, and then there's planetary consciousness, well, the collective consciousness of feeling all the people, 
And then there's planetary consciousness of realizing that everything on Gaia is, that Gaia is a being and trees are alive and animals are alive and bugs are alive and the sky is alive and, and joining in on feeling the, the heartbeat of the planet. And then as we do that, then we can expand to a galactic consciousness. And then at the time when we're in front of the galactic center, that's what's going to flash us into the cosmic consciousness of being, the, being able to perceive self. We, in other words, we're getting larger and larger images of ourselves from, you know, that I'm an individual to I'm part of humanity to I'm part of a planet to I'm part of a galaxy to I'm part of the universe. Sure, and I think we can all agree that we're feeling those flashes because I think we're feeling the fear more intensely as we experience the light more intensely, which of course is a natural law of the physical universe. Newton's law, what goes that far left must go that far right. (laughs) So I definitely think that we can all agree with that and we're all seeking how to grab more of that glimpse and to release and like you said, to completely allow that letting go of the fear versus holding on and harboring that unnecessarily and experiencing greater aspects of who we are not, <laughs> which is definitely not the goal. So with the Arcturians, can anyone connect with them? Absolutely. In fact, I um, very often I'll have um, different people that email me and they'll email me about the Arcturians and they'll ask a question of the Arcturians and I'll take a moment and just channel for a moment and at every channel at the end of the channel they always say, you know, speaking to the person that I'm channeling for, uh, you know, that we're here and you can communicate with us anytime. And I have had this newsletter, I've had the hugest response. There are people all over the world. They're recognizing the name Arcturians. They're recognizing the message. They're knowing that that something very important is starting. And it's and the thing is, when we focus on the new that's rising, then all the old structures that, that are falling apart, we can realize that that's just, that's just how it works. You look at a giant tree, and you know the old leaves come down, and and then beautiful things you know, spring up again. So this is just a cycle of life. This this is just a very big cycle of life. And one that we have a degree of consciousness that we haven't been able to hold this broad of a consciousness while in a physical body for millennium probably because now Gaia herself is a very high frequency. And so we've got the help of everybody else on the whole planet, including the planet. Wow. So it's as if right now is the time where these multidimensional beings are able to really bring down the energy into our very dense, low-vibrating dimension, and we can actually receive them. It's as if pockets of energy are supporting their connection with us, their alignment. Yes, and, and all of us that are, you know, we've identified ourselves, we've opened up, we've, and people that haven't identified themselves as well. But one of the things that humans can do, and probably more effectively if they're conscious, but we still do it if we're unconscious, I think, is that we offer up our bodies as what, like step-down transformers. And so what we do is that we ground ourselves in Gaia and we make sure that we stay very, very connected to the Earth because if you're going to, you know, if you're going to put a little electricity through an iron, you don't need that third prong, but if you're going to put electricity into a stove, then you better get the third prong. So <laughs> as we are going to be pulling in this very high uh, multi-range frequency, very high vibration, we want to be really grounded. And then what we are doing is that we are actually bringing this into our crown chakra and integrating it through all of our chakras and through all of our body and sharing it down into Gaia. And then she, then she in return shoots it back up into us, and then we shoot it out through our hearts. And we're just like uh, little radiating lights that are sending this high frequency. We're dispersing this high frequency just as we go about our mundane lives. And it's very easy to not even be conscious that we're doing that, but we are. We are actually doing that. 
And when we're doing this, for instance, if anyone can connect with them, so they've not had a former connection with the Arcturians, would, do they just need to simply ask the universe the request, I'd like to connect with the Arcturians, and then that will invoke in, the, in likely in a dream state? Or is there a meditation that they can download on your website, www.multidimensions.com, that can assist them with the process? Yes, I have quite a few meditations about aligning ourselves with our higher selves and moving up and down through the higher dimensions. That's off the Becoming One meditation. And these are auditory meditations that you can put onto your iPod. Then I have podcasts as well, which is multidimensional meditations. And that starts off just learning how to meditate and then ends up with, uh, there's four, and they get um, more and more advanced. And the fourth one is about that very process of getting ourselves aligned and going down into the earth and bringing in from the sky and moving this energy back up and down through our channel. Um, and then we radiate it. And, uh, you know, I think that the Arcturians work with a lot of people, and, and there are other people that work with, say, the Palladians, and, and then maybe people that work with Ascended Masters or um, Saints or Buddha or... You know, I mean, there's all different kinds of people and there's many, many different ways for all of us to download this higher energy. And I'm just, the way I'm saying it, I'm saying it kind of in a scientific, psychological manner, metaphysical manner, because that's my experience, so that's how I say it. But lots of other people say the same thing in a lot of a whole bunch of different ways. And, you know... And they'll say it in different ways, and it works out perfect because there's so many different people. And so there's kind of all different ways for different people, but we're all doing the same thing. Yes, and you know, because you bring that point up, I'd like to share that I had a personal experience with the Pleiadians in 2005. I had asked the universe just for my next step of guidance. I had just moved to Marin County, um, north of the Golden Gate Bridge in California. And I was living in the Redwoods, and I had been led to this bookstore, and there was a book that was flashing at me, which is often what I experience when a book has something I've requested. And so I picked it up, and it was great. She goes, oh, somebody just donated that. Just please take it. I don't have any room for all these books. So I thought, well, this is definitely divine. I'm taking the book home for free. And I went home and read it, and it was the Pleiadian workbook by Amora Kwan Yin. And so I just read through the book, and it just really gave me, just I kind of skimmed through it, the whole thing, and I thought, well, wow, this is what I've been doing unconsciously, running light and using different colors, and, you know, really just gave some great validation to what I intuitively had done in my own nature, in my meditative space. And so it, during that year, in the, su- in the summer, I one evening had an experience where I was taken to a classroom of the Palladians, and it was a very sterile, beautiful classroom, all white, with a beautiful globe, and they sh- they showed me on the globe two very, very indigo blue teachers or indigo blue beings showed me some things that were going to happen with the globe, some changes and some shifts that would support the higher consciousness. And they just it invoked that, and I, they, I woke up, and I thought, well, wow, that I just had an experience. It wasn't a dream where I was observing. I was actually partaking. So I recorded it. And then I called a friend in Florida and I said, you know, I've had this experience and I'm not exactly sure who these people were, but I, I feel as if they were the Pleiadians. And he sent me a map that validated that what they had shown me on a map someone else had already produced, uh, mass produced, and showed these breaks that I also saw um, throughout the globe. And it was just very validating. And so at that point in time, I knew that I had risen up to the seventh dimension is the dimension that I was working with. And so I was able to see my third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, and I was able to really manifest connecting with my higher self and the ascended masters. So I was working with multiple groups of those beings that you just mentioned, and and I think that, as you said, I think if you can work with all of them, why not? It's more optimal, more love. (laughs) Exactly. And and I found that I've I've worked with the Pleiadians a lot as well and with the Syrians and different Antarians, and, and I think at different times in our life we'll connect with different people. Um, I did a lot of work with the Ascended Masters and um, the Mystery Schools. So I think that there's no right way or wrong way. It's just whatever way is working at that particular time in our life, you know. 
Absolutely, yeah. the vibration we're in alignment with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So who was the most famous channel on Earth for the Arcturians? I, I this was in, it was in your newsletter. It was someone that we're all familiar with, Edgar Casey. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You, you were channeling. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of um, the one who wrote We the Arcturians. Oh, the, the book. Mm-hmm, that was good, okay. too. Yes, yeah, yes, I actually, I actually, yeah. I had noticed that you had included that book, and I wasn't fami- familiar with the book. So Edgar Casey really stuck out to me because that's someone that I personally resonate with his material, and I feel as if many of the Indigo generation can relate to many of his prophecies and his gifts. And so I think that many people can open up to the idea of the Arcturians if they recognize that Edgar Casey was also in alignment with the Arcturians during many of his channeling sessions. And I found that to be a very interesting point in one of the newsletters that you had sent across. Again, that's www.multidimensions.com. We're talking with Dr. Susan Carroll, author of Visions from Venus, a multidimensional love story, and also the trans-channeler of the Arcturians, how to align with your light body and higher multidimensional self. So what is the next step for you in working with the Arcturians that you haven't produced or haven't passed out? What can we look forward to what's coming? Well, the Arcturian Corridor is a long process that will eventually go on my website. And um, the Arcturian, I went through this the first time. I think it was 2002 when there was an opening um, in the sky at the time and um, some astrological and astronomical events. And when I went through it that time, I was in a very different space, and it was a very different experience, and I again went through it and put it on the newsletter. Um, And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to put this up again because this is a good time to do it. But as soon as I started writing it, it just, like, took over, and it turned out to be a very different experience. And um, I've just done maybe two or three of the series. I don't even know how many there will be in the series because – uh, I'm kind of writing what I'm writing, and then it, I think that I'm done with that, and then something else comes in. So I'm kind of taking dictation here. But this is um, really about us, just like what you said, because I do know that we're going to go all the way up to the seventh dimension and go into our oversouls. And um, then there's a message from the Syrians in the end about the ascension of Sirius B that I received quite a while ago. So, but it's a very dynamic process, and I've been doing a lot. I mean, of course, I've been researching all of this for a really long time, and I, with me anyhow, because I also have a PhD and have that scientific metaphysical side to me, I, I do a lot of research and hear what a lot of people say, and so that I have a vocabulary and a basis of understanding in my mind. And so then when the information comes in, I can translate it. Because I know the people that channel, they know that very often it will come in like all at once, like a flash. And then it takes a while. Sometimes it will be very scattered because it came in beyond space and time. And so it's like, bleh. <laughs> and then uh-huh. I have to translate it, you know, put it into English, put it in order. And um, knowing all this different information and getting all the, um, helps me to um, translate it to English and to put it in a way that other pe- so that people can understand, you know. Um, and I agree how important that is, bringing it down to the everyday language, and that's something I can relate to as well, and that when I read your work, I understand that how very knowledgeable you are, but you have such a gift to bring that through in such a way that is mundane. Yes, and... Um, and it gets increasingly different, um, difficult now because as we're moving into the higher vibrations, our our language is um, it's very time bound, you know, past, present, future, and logical and sequential. But those things are all kind of drifting and morphing and t- 
time is speeding up and we don't have the individuality. So, um, you know, as we relate to people, we're doing a lot more from our hearts and a lot more from our spirit. And so sometimes language falls short of what it is that we truly want to experience. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. I'd so. say that's a, a definite um, pattern that's evident in am- among metaphysical authors, particularly. I can see that uh, right away with authors on the Evolution Evolution show, at least. Um, many of them are writing about just releasing the mind and going into the heart, and I think that that's a natural, consequential path to aligning with the higher dimensional self. Yes, and, and back to answering one of your other questions about how do we align ourselves with the Arcturians and with that energy of ascension, is that we have to keep um, living in the exact moment. And that means that we release the past and we release our attachments. And one of the things that I've been noticing is that we release our attachments to all the dramas and release our attachment to how it will turn out. And this is a very big challenge, is to release all of our judgment. Because as soon as we judge something, then we align ourselves with it, and then zap, we're right into that very thing we were judging. And so we, we can observe that this is this way or that way. But to be able to stay very neutral so that we can keep our compassion and keep our unconditional love, it's that constant releasing of you know, that fear that what happened in the past will happen again or, or that worry about, well, where is it going? And to just be exactly where we are right now in this second and focusing on what we love and creating our reality by um, going through our life and seeing, oh, this is beautiful and I love this, and this is beautiful and I love this, and appreciating everything about our life that we want to amplify and releasing that which is um, of the old, that which is ready to be released from our reality. So we don't no longer need that in our life in order to learn because we can learn from love now. What a great what a great ounce of wisdom in, in that. And I think that is so true is as we release that fear, we can, of course, invoke greater love. And by focusing on that love, we attract more love. And if there are people who are listening, and we've all been one of these people who can't even grasp that love is there because the fear is so consuming, I think it just starts with an ounce, an ounce of faith, of, of faith that the love is the truth and the truth always conquers. There's a sticker that is um, very popular here, at least in Southern California, that truth is soul armor. And I think that if we can just at least begin to pray for truth, that soul armor is love and they all will synergize and the love will begin to come in as one is willing to receive that love and remove the blinders of fear. And and that is, of course, free will. So open up to receiving the truth and the love of who you are, whether it be through the Arcturians, Ascended Masters, or any group of higher dimensional beings to lead you to your higher self and, in essence, the eternal being that you that you are. And also knowing that as we pull in this higher vibration, we set up like a centrifugal force within our very cells and our DNA and our chakras and our bodies and we start resonating faster. And so what happens is we, because we're moving faster, our cell bodies and everything, it spins off the darkness. So a lot of this darkness and fear is just old stuff that has been trapped in us from our whole lives and you know, and when we finish up this life, then all our other lives come in to get released. And if we finish that, then Gaia's definitely got some stuff that she'd like us to help release. So we don't ever run out of it. Um, <laughs> that, Isn't that, that true? Process, yeah, it just keeps on coming. But the, the process of it is that as we step on the path and as we set out this intention, that we hold it in our reality that whatever comes from that is something that is a, a teacher for us. Because sometimes when we bring in new light, it puts a big spotlight on something dark or fearful or that needs to end that we weren't able to face before. And so then we, if we know, okay, this is, this is what the light has brought me to, this is what this love has brought me to, and because I have this huge support of this multidimensional beingness that I am now connected to myself, then I can move through this thing that was too difficult to move through before. 
So it it will, like you say, the truth will expose the lies. And then when we see that it's a lie, we can release it. That oh, I can release that now. And it, and in the end, what we're I remember one of my spiritual teachers said, the only true freedom is spiritual freedom. Hmm. That seems very right to me, intuitively and on a feeling level. That's very, very true, because in the physicality, I feel so limited. I feel limited in my mind. In the emotions, I feel so limited. In the mental, I definitely confine myself. I'm too logical at times. <laughs> so the spiritual aspect of who I am is really where I actually probably, that's probably my drive is for that, is for that freedom. Right. Yeah. Personally, absolutely. So have the Arcturians ascended beyond the third dimension as a star before, and that's why they would then be willing to assist us um, as planet Earth today? Right. I, I think that there's probably actually a physical, well, it, you know, according to star charts, there is an actual physical star called Arcturus, and it's in the Bootee system, which is like a big kite, and it's down like at the tail of a kite. Um, but the civilization is very old, and it's ascended long, long, long ago, probably before we were even a planet. And so they're like the grandfathers. And I've heard somewhere, either from a channel or from somewhere else, that you know they're they're getting ready to to move on out too. And so we're like their final project, so to speak, you know, of of Gaia. And actually, um, what I'm seeing through all the the research, both you know with my brain and with my consciousness, that this isn't just, you know, Earth. This is the entire solar system. The entire solar system has many changes. Um, Earth has a lot of changes. Um, it's the, um, In fact, it's supposed to be our whole, like, quadrant of space is, is expanding into um, a higher dimension. I think as it expands, when it expands means it goes up higher and down lower. It's just um, it's um, able to hold a higher resonance than it's been holding so far. Sure, sure. And you actually have a very great map in one of the newsletters. If people are interested in more of this material, again, please check out www.multidimensions.com for more information on the writings, teachings, newsletters, uh, especially you can get the past ones or the upcoming ones, books, meditations, and much, much more for Dr. Susan Carroll. So that's that's exciting. So what can we expect for you in terms of your next book? Um, I don't... Do you have a vision yet? Are you working on that? I know last time we had talked we were discussing the angel meditations and those possibilities, and then that resonates with all of the Arcturians. So what can our audience expect from from Dr. Carroll coming up in the next couple of years here? Well, I think the next book is a book that's been rumbling around in my consciousness for quite a while called The Silent Language. Ooh, and, beautiful. And it's about how to speak lovingly to the people that you love, especially yourself. Mm. Um, and uh, that is very much of an angel energy, you know, very much holding that love vibration. And um, I'm... I'm not sure exactly where that book will go uh, because, you know, I never know for sure. In fact, once I start writing something, it takes on a life of its own. So I'm, <laughs> I'm what's next? Oh, boy, what's next? <laughs> sure, don't don't so. limit it. It's power, but you have your vision flowing, which is beautiful. The heavens love to manifest with our visions. <laughs> That's where it begins. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Wonderful. But I also want to do, um, with the Arcturian Corridor, I... I'm going to do some podcasts with it and maybe make some DVDs about it because I've been seeing this in my mind for a long time about having this, you know, having this be a multimedia, multidimensional multimedia experience, so to speak. So um, that will probably be the first thing that I'll do after I finish writing it. And and I'm going to put a lot of stuff together on my website. There's a fulfillment door I haven't done yet so it's time to write the fulfillment door and I actually have written most of it just putting it in there 
Sure, and anyone who has not been to Dr. Susan Carroll's website, it is the most resourceful website I have found yet in terms of not being an actual directory and having resources. You have a cafe, you have a resources and links that are amazing, you have media files. Again, you've had this website going since 1999. So there is there are an abundance of resources on the website. So please, please, please go explore www.multidimensions.com. You are the creator of your experience. <clears throat> Invoke the highest experience for yourself and begin to transform your inner world and global consciousness. Our true eternal nature comprised of multidimensional consciousness and vast possibilities is intended to be expressed by every member of humanity across the globe. The eternal aspects of infinity are pouring forth abundantly with unconditional love, compassion, peace, truth, joy, kindness, awe, miracles, abundance, validation, acceptance, understanding, and harmony. Honor the eternal aspects of who you are today. Next week on October 16th, Robert Schwartz will be appearing with his wise and insightful perspective on pre-birth planning or spirits look at the events and people that one will experience during their human existence through revealing true stories and a strong emphasis on Robert's personal experience in the book release, Courageous Souls, Do We Plan Our Life Challenges Before Birth? On October 23rd, Dr. Amit Goswami will radiate his deep universal wisdom and scientific knowledge of physics and the quantum world, offering expanded consciousness and divine awareness in his revolutionary book release, God is Not Dead, What Quantum Physics Tells Us About Our Origins and How We Should Live. Dr. Goswami was also featured in the epic movie release of 2005, What the Bleep Do We Know? On October 30th, Barbara Hanclow will offer a look into her, the higher realm with her multidimensional expertise and revolutionary concepts from her book release, Alchemy of Nine Dimensions, Decoding the Vertical Axes, Cross Circles, and the Mayan Calendar. And from her vast array of enlightened teachings, also to include her book, The Mayan Code. On November 6th, Chrissy Blaze will appear to discuss her latest astrological book release, Baby Star Signs, who portrays the new children of today as quote-unquote old souls who have come here during the crossroads to shift humanity to enlightenment during its evolutionary development. On November 13th, Barbara Marks Hubbard, a leading pioneer of conscious evolution, will be appearing with her expansive consciousness and meaningful book release, Conscious Evolution, Awakening the Power of Our Social Potential, in addition to her CD, Humanity Ascending, and her latest book release, Emergence. On November 20th, Neil Donna Walsh will make an appearance with his two latest book releases, Conversations with God and Uncommon Dialogue, more of the divine wisdom from a dedicated spiritual master. On December 4th, please join me with Albert Clayton Golden and his authentic perspective in his re-release by Simon & Schuster of his book, You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic You. Albert will bring a new lens to authenticity and expand your horizons. Please join us. On December 11th, Chrissy Blaze will be reappearing with her latest astrological book release, Superstar Signs, Sun Signs of Celebrities, Heroes, and You. Join us as we delve into the astrological realms and discover our true nature. On December 18th, Jerry Wenstrom will appear with his passionate warrior story of transformation during his personal spiritual journey in his book, The Inspired Heart, An Artist's Journey of Transformation. On January 1st, 2009, Richard Lawrence will appear on Evolution Revolution with a two-hour New Year's special. And during the first hour, Richard will guide you to unlock your psychic powers with his latest book release. And be sure to join us during the second hour when Richard will unveil the mysterious truth about UFOs. Richard and I truly look forward to you joining us for a most special New Year's 2009 broadcast of Evolution Revolution. Please view all other upcoming shows on the Evolution Revolution homepage at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com under Upcoming Shows. You can purchase all of the author's books featured on Evolution Revolution at www.amazon.com or link up to their individual websites through the Evolution Revolution homepage. Please join me in the upcoming weeks on the Evolution Revolution Independent Production. Additionally, please explore the Evolution Revolution archive shows with inspirational authors that can be found on the Evolution Revolution homepage 
or available on iTunes for any time listening, free 24-7. The archives include amazing talent such as Robert Bruce, Sarah McLean, Jocelyn Chaplin, Carol Obley, Michael Tamora, Chrissy and Gary Plays, Michael Skoransky, Dr. Laurel Clark, Gary Zukoff, and Linda Francis, Neil Donald Walsh, Jeff Brown, Charles Virtue, David Robert Ord, and more. Please share Evolution Revolution with others who may desire to join us in the future for an enlightening experience. I am a metaphysical teacher, teacher, healer, and spiritual counselor who offers clairvoyant readings via phone, allowing me to connect with people anywhere. Please visit my website at www.dulcineasdivinevision.com and under the clairvoyant reading page, you can see client testimonials and my contact information. A divine and spiritually enlightening experience awaits you. Also, please explore my blog at www.evolutionrevolutionwithdulcinea.com for weekly postings and guest announcements for Evolution Revolution. Co-create with Evolution Revolution. We are seeking partners to help Evolution Revolution evolve and expand to even more people across the globe. If you are interested in partnering and supporting the rapid development of Evolution Revolution, please explore the Radio Sponsors tab at www. EvolutionRevolutionRadio.com. I look forward to hearing from you about the infinite possibilities to co-create in the highest light and with the grandest intentions. Thank you for joining Evolution Revolution this evening with my honored guest, Dr. Susan Carroll. Thank you so kindly, Susan, for your time and expertise this evening. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Much gratitude to you for listening and supporting the revolutionary independent production of Evolution Revolution Radio. I wish you all abundant peace, joy, miracles, and love today and always. Abundant angel blessings. Good night. Good night.